0: Welcome to another edition. I'm Mr. Nice Guy. I'm Ben Slowey. Joining me uh, today, I have uh, the frontman from uh, the Americana folk band, The Midnight Purchase. Uh, they have an EP out. It's called The National Sessions. Um, I'm excited to talk to him a little bit about his artistry, his passions, and why he does what he does. Orlando Pena, welcome to the show.
1: Uh, thanks for having me. You're very welcome. How are you doing today, man? Uh, pretty good. A little, uh, got some disc golf in this morning. Yeah. Disc golf, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> How are you
0: doing? I'm good. Uh, second of three
1: episodes today. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: I got to stop doing this to myself, you know?
1: <laughs> well, at least you're warmed up already from the first one, right? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Better yeah. stay busy. Yeah. So.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I've been good, though. Um, I've just been, uh, I did some writing for the website, Breaking and Entering, today, and uh, um, yeah, it's, it looks like a beautiful day out, so I'll probably have to go get some fresh air. Absolutely. I didn't know you played disc golf.
1: Yeah, I uh, Yeah, my. I grew up in Wales, and so they had, like, I think, like, my last couple of years of high school or whatever, they had just put that park in, So it's, and there's not much to do in Wales, so... Yeah. kind of where it all started. We try to get out there a couple times a week at least with the, our group of buddies. Oh cool yeah yeah. Um,
0: yeah I played it once oh, yeah. like four years ago at I think it was Estabrook. Yeah that's where we were at today. Yeah yeah yeah. Um, yeah I had no idea that there's like a technique to
1: throwing a frisbee.
0: You know I just think it just goes but, no, you have, there's a whole wind-up part of it and everything. I have no idea. I
1: I actually can't throw that way at all. I throw, like, kind of like the, I guess, forehand, they call it, like the baseball way. Yeah, yeah. Otherwise, yeah. I have no power. So, I just – and I don't really – I'm not too serious about it. I just, like, whip it as hard as I can pretty much. Yeah. It's just nice to get it out there walk around. Oh, totally. It's a beautiful area. I love walking over
0: by Esterbrook for sure. Um, yeah, man. So, uh, what we talk about in Mr. Nice Guy, we talk love and fear, passion and creativity. First time – I saw the midnight purchase was uh, in January of earlier this year at Remen Cafe. We talked a bit uh for breaking and entering. That was
1: back when you had long hair. Man, I forgot about that gig actually. And yeah, yeah, I just cut it off. It's it's too hot this summer, man. It's, it's yeah, it got summer, real man.
0: hot. <laughs> yeah.
1: Hot and humid.
0: Yeah, but yeah, that was, so that was when it was freezing. And um yeah, I just remember, like, because you guys had just kind of become um, a relatively new, like, fully developed band, yeah. and uh, I know you guys had like an '88 uh, 414 live setup. Uh, did, did you guys end up doing that, like, virtually? Um,
1: so I ended up doing like that, uh, that kind of the what is she calling it? That new kind of sh- like talk show sort of setup thing. Oh, yeah. I was on the first episode with like Lex Allen and. Uh, Man, I forgot who else. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> yeah. Immortal Girlfriend was on there, and uh, I forgot who else. The, the, the Variety Hour is what she's calling it. Oh, sure, yeah. So obviously, like we couldn't, you know, get the whole band together and stuff. So she's just pretty much essentially what you're doing too. There's a lot of fun. Yeah. It'd be nice to play on that stage. I'm sure. I'm sure we'll have a chance to get in there, but but it's yeah. cool for what what they can do for now. Yeah, big shout out to Aisha. She's doing great work over there. She's Absolutely, super fun, fun to
0: talk nice. to. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, so so I um, yeah we had a really friendly discussion about like your band and everything, your history as a singer songwriter when we talk. So I would love to, I guess, start with like when music became a creative outlet for yourself growing up.
1: Um, I started I started playing drums in like school band in fifth grade just because you had to pick like choir, orchestra, band, and pretty much everybody just wanted to play drums, you know, in fifth grade, I just wanted to hit the bass drum. Yeah, And um, so I was playing drums through high school and all that, and uh, didn't actually get into like guitar and songwriting until like 21. And it was just because like, I would always like hum melodies to like my guitar players and stuff. And like, I didn't realize what a nightmare that is to like, because I didn't play. So I was like, you guys, I hear this, I hear this, play this, but it, <laughs> obviously you know yeah so i just had to pick up a guitar at some point i've always liked writing too and so to me that was just like a really fun way like a different meter kind of to write to i found like that challenge of like fitting it and like condensing it and it was just was really fun so so i, I don't know Round 21 is just kind of when when that took off yeah yeah for sure um were you
0: better at uh english than you were at math because i was a you big know, writer too <laughs>
1: i hate math
0: so yes yeah,
1: I failed uh I failed a, a semester of freshman algebra and I had I was bouncing around between uh Reno, Nevada and and Wisconsin at that time during high school. And so no one caught that I had failed that semester until my senior year and they're like, You have to make up that credit. So oh. I had to go back to freshman algebra my senior year just to get that credit. Really? <laughs> yeah, it was rough, man. It was weird. They would like get out of their seats too and like ask if I want to sit there. It was super weird. Like Freshman kids, man, they don't got to be that scared. <laughs> right, yeah.
0: I was, yeah, I, I hated math too. And for some reason I got put in like the advanced math and I don't, I didn't belong there at all. Sure. But once like, once I didn't have to take math anymore, like I, like, I just made sure whatever it was I studied in college, I'd have to do as little math as possible. Yeah. Um, you know, I... <laughs> But instead, in yeah, I, I was always really good with words too. I was always a writer as well, um, which goes well with like the the songwriting, obviously. Yeah, it's helped a little. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. So, um, so um, I imagine that was a, a some time ago. So since when you started, like, um, was it kind of a thing where it's like, like, did you start playing like, like? like practicing just a lot and then eventually you just started playing shows like i guess like how did it become something where it would be like you're actively writing songs and
1: stuff? sort of what it is now so around like 2021 when i picked up guitar i was um living on locust and fratney and so i used to go to the open mic at linemans all the time and uh i was just really bad i didn't really have a voice it was you know i didn't I had no sound either. I was a sloppy guitar player and I wasn't writing great songs, you know, it was all just the beginning of it. And, uh, and everybody else was just so good. And I would try to like network with people and talk with them, but no one really gave me the time of day because I think I was just rough. And, uh, and I really wanted to like focus on it. I had like the precursor to the midnight purchase, Uh, the bass player and the drummer from the midnight purchase were in my first band. Uh, We were called lush wagon. Like back then it was, not very serious. We played like up and under and stuff like that, but nothing serious. And, um, everybody kind of split up, like moved around the country. And so I kind of wanted to leave too. And I wanted to focus more on songwriting and see if I could actually do something serious with it. So I moved down to this goat farm in Illinois for a few years, just to kind of like separate myself from the city and distractions and stuff like that. Just to like really try to focus on that and like not keep embarrassing myself at open mics. (laughs) And, uh, and yeah, I just read a lot of books, a lot of articles on on songwriting, and 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 really just did it. And and it kind of started, I think, I guess, like putting stuff online, and uh, met some other songwriters in Chicago, and then started ended up being I was like playing in Chicago every weekend and stuff like that, and uh,
0: kind of took off. Had a
1: band down there too, around it, around my stuff, and. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's just So as soon as I came back here, it was kind of like, okay, I need to start a band again just because I already had all this traction from, from Chicago and stuff like that. And people were saying, like, you should probably just, like, move back to a city now instead of being in the middle of nowhere. And uh, I didn't want to go to Chicago, though. I'm not a big fan of it, to be honest. Too big, kind of messy. And I always loved Milwaukee and the music scene and kind of how tight-knit it seemed to be at that time. And so I was kind of eager to come back with, like, after now putting in all this work coming back and see if I could, you know, find a spot for myself in the scene. And, uh, as I moved back I just threw out some Craigslist ads, I got my old drummer and old bass player had moved back too. So I had gigs booked and stuff like that, which one of them was like that Bremen show already. And so it was, it was like, Hey, you guys just want to like start jamming on my new stuff, you know, hop in whatever. They're like, yeah, why not? And so we were doing that. And I knew I wanted a fiddle player. I knew I wanted a piano, all this stuff. So I just went out on Craigslist and, uh, our fiddle player was like backpacking up and down the West Coast for a long time. So he had just moved back to Milwaukee. Um, our piano player had just moved here from the UP. So pretty much our whole band was like unknown people in the scene, kind of. And uh, Which I think sort of played to our favor. And we were all new here. And so, I don't know. We had a good energy around it. And we just kind of jumped back in. <laughs> yeah,
0: know. that's that's kind of cool how, you know, everyone was just so like... Departed, and then they all kind of are back in town, like right place, right time, and that led yeah. to the instrumentation that you have now.
1: Yeah, it was, it was, yeah, it's, it was just, I guess, luck. I don't know, and just, and just reaching out. It's been really like, uh, from the beginning, it was always we've always had the mentality of just sort of like fly by the seat of your pants, because I've always had these shows booked with the intention of like I'll either play them solo or whatever. And so we had a like Derek, our keyboard player, and Nico, our fiddle player. They joined like a week apart from each other. And then I believe two weeks after that, we had an NPR gig down, like an NPR syndicate station down in Illinois. We were doing like a live in-studio session. Mm-hmm. And I was like two weeks into them being in the band. Wow. <laughs> so, yeah, it, it was, I mean, it wasn't the greatest, but it was, I wanted everybody to like have that experience just to like keep fueling their excitement for it. And, and, then, uh, and then we jumped in and did that live EP and we did it live because like we just, wanted to gather, up like, the energy we had live, kind of, rather. Yeah. And, uh, and, again, because it was so new, so we're, like, we're just probably better off just playing this all, like, we're in the basement, and it came out pretty well, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Um, I was
0: just listening to it uh, before our episode to, like, refresh, like, Orlando, uh, <laughs> his, his sound, you know, like, um, are, you, uh, are you back in Riverwest now? I live on the south side now. Oh, uh, okay, sure. Yeah, I. Locust and Fratney. That's like.
1: That's a great spot if, like, you're trying to go to shows every weekend. Oh, yeah, I loved it. You just. River West in general. You just walk around anywhere, kind of. There's a lot of great spots in town there. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. I miss it. It's Outside's it's kind of weird. It's nice over here and it's quiet. It's like kind of. There's a school across the street, just like, you know, families and stuff. But it's. Everything's like 15 minutes away. <laughs> Definitely some of the best food in the city is closer to you, though. Oh, man, the best taco truck is, like, two blocks down. It's yeah. Crazy, so <laughs> it's so
0: good. Man, I gotta, I've got been adding so many spots to my list, so you have to let me know which one it is. Absolutely. Um, so, uh, yeah, so how, I guess, like, um, you said that, like, you had just been reading and writing a lot when you were on this goat farm. Mm-hmm. You said,
1: right? Yeah? Yeah. Um, where in Illinois was it? I'm from Illinois. Oh, nice. I was in Rochelle. Okay. It's, yeah, everybody's like, what? So, it you know, DeKalb? Yeah. It's like uh, 20 minutes south of DeKalb. Okay. My dad I, used to work in that area. I'm sorry for him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was great down there. It just, after a while, it got boring. You know? Yeah. You could, there's yeah. only so much to do. It was time to come back. Yeah, I, I like goats and goats. The the farm itself was amazing, like incredible. I loved that. It was man. I used to just sit out at like three in the morning. I have I have a pit bull too, and so and my it was my uncle's farm, and he's got two great Pyrenees down there. And so we'd just sit out at like three a.m. just watching the coyotes like howl and the dogs howl back, and they're just running laps, and I'm just sitting there playing guitars. It's pretty pretty awesome, man. (laughs) Yeah, times.
0: Yeah, that that sounds great. I mean, like there's a there's just such a like peace you achieve with like that kind of serenity where you're just you know like observing nature from afar but at the same time like living in the city is where like all the opportunities are and luckily like Milwaukee is a very friendly and welcoming music scene from what I've observed and so it's like pretty easy to like once you start a project like people are genuinely curious like you know
1: what are these guys about Yeah, that's, that's what I was hoping. And that's, that's really the experience we've had. Everybody's been really nice. Um, And like, as opposed to like Chicago, it seems very like, everybody would much rather be competitive for whatever reason. And and I don't know. And maybe it's just how big it is. There's just so many bands and stuff going on at one time where like Milwaukee is like, you kind of have to know who everyone is sort of because you're going to see it all the time you know yeah I like, right. I like it i like
0: it i believe that the music scene is it's made up of the biggest projects that are playing like the sold out venues and stuff all the way from there down to the person just like you know making lo-fi bedroom recordings like that's all like to us as as like the ones that like cover the music scene on like a website like all that matters just as much to us. And like, every time we get a new project, it's like, you know, what, like what new ideas and like cool, like fusions or what bills are they going to play on? Like, you know, like there's like, you know, people talk a lot about the hip hop scene, which is great. And they talk about like, you know, sing pop singer songwriters and stuff, but there's some great folk and country and like, you know, there's, there, there's a lot of really fun shows I've seen in that scene too. And, like, you know, yeah, I'm just like, I get really excited whenever I
1: find a new one. Yeah, there's a, since I've been back, there's so many, like, like this Americana folk scene here now, all these groups that I had, like, never heard of when I was here last. And it's like, cool, man. Like, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Really good. A lot of these, like, really strong songwriters it's and musicians. It's exciting. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Definitely, definitely the right time to come back here totally
0: so uh, yeah so tell me everybody who
1: is in the band currently so well so the band actually dissolved over quarantine oh uh, yeah um just not everybody's head was in the same space or wanted the same thing from it so it was just creating a lot of riffs and and uh missed opportunities and stuff like that just because not everybody wanted the same thing from the group So we're actually just going under like my solo name now, just because it's a lot more flexible. I can play with whoever is available or wanting to play which gig kind of thing.
0: Mm -hmm. Um,
1: But currently, like I just had a our first rehearsal last night at at, actually at the Here Here Present Studio, uh, and that was with Nico, the fiddle player, uh, Derek on the keys, and Jack Tell is now sitting in playing some guitar and banjo with us. Uh, we're real happy to have him in there he's obviously got a wealth of knowledge and experience so and uh, we're, we're trying out drummers we've had we've, we've had a couple drummers uh, come come play with us that're just figuring it out still it's kind of nice because we're gonna I don't really play much in the winter I like to just I get sick 24/ 7 and I hate driving as it is yeah. so I kind of just like wind down in the winter and just work on writing and recording and all these shows that got canceled this year they're rolling over till next summer for us anyway so, kind of perfect timing to rebuild right now. Yeah. We're just yeah. taking our time with it, you know? That, where that band, uh, it was six, pe- six people, you know, it grew really fast and it kind of like just sort of like burnt out real fast too, you know? So, we're just taking our time with this and just trying to have fun with it now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. Like,
0: I mean, back in January, like, it's weird to think there's a time, there's a, a very like brief portion of 2020. Like, where all this wasn't happening, you know, where we weren't quarantined and, you know.
1: Yeah, everything most, I mean, down. most of this year has been, yeah, the, just locked yeah. down and it's, it's nuts. <laughs> it's weird. Yeah. So, yeah, it was very, it was so unforeseen
0: at the time. But, but I mean, it's, like you said, it's cool that, like, you know, you're regrouping and, just, you know, feeling things out with some, some new people. And,
1: I again, mean, yeah. I know that a lot of groups have had to do that, too, so.
0: Yeah, it's better.
1: It's I think. Uh, oh man, Justin Otto. I saw him. Oh yeah. Patches. I saw. I saw him play. I don't really know him, but I saw him play at a uh, at one of those amplified artist sessions that uh, that Thea and Steve host out at a mm-hmm. saloon on Calhoun, and it's kind of like a songwriter circle thing where they talk a little. And he had said something that I like hit me like. T- rick's it was like he's like you know like he was talking about like building a new band and he was saying like you know when you're first building one you just find the people that are closest to you you know your friends but then after a while you start to realize what you actually need or want and maybe just because they were the first choice because they were there doesn't mean they're the right one and so i feel like that's kind of maybe what what happened with the midnight purchase is uh at first it was just pulling whatever friends i had because i didn't really have any connections or anything but now it's it's with the idea of like everyone focused same page and you know yeah and yeah better to get, I, better to get it out of the way early <laughs> yeah
0: i went through the same thing a couple of years ago like i my friends and i like we were all living together and we like had started a diy recording studio but we mixed friends and business way too much and just didn't have the
1: professionality that comes with like
0: that was to... definitely
1: that was definitely part of our problem <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. working so... with families sometimes they can't yeah they can't separate when to take something serious or when you know or just yeah like even
0: just like living with people period like some people your best friends like you should not be sharing a space with uh i learned that in college too so oh yeah (laughs) you know so i absolutely totally understand what you're saying so that being all said with where we're at in the present what um like I, are you, um, in writing mode? Like what do you, what have you been working on personally?
1: Yeah, I've got, uh, I've got kind of enough for an album that I'm just sitting on right now. And it was stuff I started writing over quarantine and, um, just recording here at home and then like sending out to Derek, the keyboard player and, 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 uh, a buddy down in North Carolina was actually doing, so he was in my old band in Illinois. He's now in North Carolina. So I was sending him stuff, uh, to just add some harmony and guitar and, and uh, Jack's, you know, bouncing stuff to him, and we're just doing it that way, building songs that way, but I don't really know what I want to do with any of it yet, I don't know if I want to put out an album, I don't know if I just want to release singles, I don't know if they're done, (laughs) yeah, Yeah. (laughs) so it's, again, we're just taking our time with it, it's, I I don't know, by the end of the year, it'll be out for sure, but we'll be looking for it, thank you, we'll
0: be looking for Um, it, how, how else have you been occupying your time, like, when you're not working on
1: music, like, I know you said you like to uh, disc golf. Yeah. Um, um, the first, I mean, like the first couple of weeks of quarantine, I honestly didn't do anything. I didn't want to, that was right around the time where, where I was thinking I was going to kind of dissolve the band. So I just was not feeling music at all. I didn't want to play at all. I was like pretty bummed out actually because I invested a lot of time and effort into that group for it to just die that fast kind of yeah. thing. But uh, so I was really bummed out. I didn't play. I honestly... And I've heard this from a lot of people during quarantines. They just drank a bunch because, like, oh, no one was working. So they're like, oh, cool. They Isn't
0: and- In the, the entire month of April, I drank, like, four or five hams a night. Man. <laughs> Man.
1: Yeah. It was, it, was, it was a blurred mess for a little bit. And yeah. uh, I think I just burnt out everything on Netflix. It was just like – and after a while, I was like, dude, I can't drink anymore. Like, I don't – I didn't think I would ever say that. But I was like, I can't. This is so boring now. Even yeah. that's boring. I don't want to be on the couch, and uh, I just started playing a bunch of drums again. Honestly, because I don't—I have a drum set back here. Oh shit! Sure, yeah. Um, I yeah. I don't get to play much. Blah blah blah. But uh, so I just—and I wasn't excited about guitar, so I just—you just, know—just want to hit things. Yeah, just playing the stuff in headphones. Just getting back to the joy of actually playing music, you know, and not having to worry about booking shows or posting social media to advertise a gig or whatever. It was like cool. Just get back to the joy of music like why you why you do this and so it was just that it was drumming for a while and then it was like oh man like guitar stuff started clicking started hearing melodies words again and then i just started writing and recording awesome do you feel like um like uh do
0: you feel like you're writing about like anything thematic in particular right now
1: um yeah a lot of the new material is kind of i'm sure with a lot of artists too but a lot of it is revolving around the band dissolving and uh and just trying to keep myself sane a lot of my song, like pretty much all my songs i guess are like all just very internal like i don't really write about like politics or or outward i just write about like my own emotions i guess and a lot of it is yeah just trying to like talk myself down keep my sanity during you know stuff like that um yeah and yeah it's all there i don't know you'll hear it when it comes out man yeah no
0: for sure well Awesome, man. We love to see it. Um, well, uh, Orlando, is, you know, it's been great to like talk to you and hear about what you've been up to. Um, I am genuinely like, I am sorry to hear about Midnight Purchase, but oh, it's okay. We're we're excited about yeah looking ahead. Yeah, for sure, and that's like the silver lining. Um, I mean, I feel like I had to say goodbye to some things through quarantine too, but I'm looking forward to a lot of new things too. So
1: like. You know, that's that's like making a bad situation good. Yeah, I think one one positive thing is that, like, a lot of people have had time to just reflect or just, you know, just think about – I mean, all of you had is time to think. And I don't know. I think everybody's pretty eager to get out. And I think once we do, everybody's going to come from a not a lot nicer headspace, you know, yeah. after having so much time. So I know it's been a rough, you know, for a lot of people, but we'll, we'll bounce back. It'll make yes, better. we will. <laughs> yeah.
0: So as we close out I uh, ask everyone the same two questions Orlando tell me what keeps you up
1: at night. Fuck. Oh uh, man, uh, uh the reason of the name the midnight purchase where it came from is I wake up like in the middle of the night and just start buying stuff that I don't need online. Yeah. And so I I'd, I'd like wake up in the morning with an email and be like damn another midnight purchase. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what keeps me up at night is probably my dog man she in the summer she just like has to be like pinned to my legs and it's so hot already and so i just oh, can't geez. sleep <laughs> oh, that's rough man
0: <laughs> shout out the pup though pups are good company she's the best yeah she's my best friend good uh what puts you to sleep what puts me to sleep <sighs> weed weed shout out <laughs> to weed lately um for me it's been a rusted development oh man yeah it's a great joke <laughs> dude i i never watched it like I tr- I think I tried watching it in high school, and I just didn't really get it at sure. the time. But I've been just laughing my fucking ass off, like Dude, every the day. The first
1: couple episodes are kind of like, eh. but once you, yeah, once you get there, like, wow, <laughs> just their flow. It's yeah,
0: it's so good. Dude, it, it made me realize I need to watch a lot more comedy because, like, I, I, I get in that headspace too, where like I'm just so like. Things just feel so bleak, and I just get can be so down. But when you watch things that just make you laugh out loud, it just makes you look at everything nicer. So. Is it, it
1: awesome? Like when you're like home alone and you just start cracking up laughing? I like, will watch a comedy, and for the most part, just like I'll be laughing in my head. But like when you can actually like bust out laughing, and look around to see if anyone's there. It's like, damn it! Yeah, <laughs> <a> good feeling. <laughs>
0: yeah, man. Well, thank you again for being on the show. Um, We'll be looking forward to the music that you have in store for us next in the months to come. And I wish you the best of luck with piecing together your new project, man. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I'm glad to see you're back at it too. Glad to see oh, yeah, you've made it through. <laughs> yeah. Well, chugging through, but um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm glad to be doing this again as well. I didn't realize how much I
1: needed it again. So. For sure. Well, you, I've been seeing you, you know, do a lot of stuff like for the rent, uh, like the rent stuff and being at the protests, like, it's good you're out there doing that, too, man, you know. Yeah, man, solidarity with, uh,
0: with everyone struggling right now. So Absolutely. All right, well, thanks for uh, watching, Mr. Nice Guy, everybody. We'll see you next time.